0: Today is January the 11th. How does God speak to us? Let's find out together as we study Genesis 13 to 16. Today as we continue reading through the Old Testament, um, I'd like you to read Genesis 13 to 16. In chapters 13 and 14, we uh, the, we find the story of Abraham developed a little bit further. When Abraham left uh, his family, he took with him Sarai, his wife, and he took with him a nephew named Lot. Nephew was the son of Haran. When uh, Abraham's father, Terah, left Ur of the Chaldees, he got as far as Haran and he stopped. He was headed to Palestine. In chapter 12, God calls Abraham to leave his family. He takes part of that family with him and he moves on to the land that Terah was originally going to populate, the land of Palestine. Now, when they get to Palestine, Abraham looks around. He and Lot say, uh, We're too large. Camps. It's inconvenient for us to try to uh, live together. So Abraham said, You pick the land that you want, and I'll take what's left. Lot looked and uh, he saw a certain part of the land had good vegetation and cities. He said, I'll take city life. Abram went to live in Palestine. In the mountains where it was rocky, crops were difficult to grow. It was uh, difficult to raise sheep, but he took that land. Now, in chapter 14, some kings come and they kidnap Lot and his family. Abram and his servants, uh, which was sizable, 175 or 100, no, 318 trained men in Abraham's household. So uh, total number of servants that he had probably was close to a 1,000. But these men went, they they pursued the kings, they rescued Lot. Coming back, we have an unusual uh, story that uh, when Abram approaches the town that will eventually become Jerusalem. The king of that town, whose name is Melchizedek, uh, my king is Sedek. My king is the God of righteousness. Um, Abraham sees him and he offers a tenth of his own possessions uh, in homage to the God of Melchizedek, whom Melchizedek calls El Elyon, the God Most High. Now this appears to be a name given to God by uh, those who are not Israelite uh, living around uh, Abraham. He recognizes that this is a worship of God and he offers a tithe, a tenth of the booty to Melchizedek. Later on in Hebrews chapter 5 and chapter 7, Melchizedek is uh, made into a type of Christ. No genealogy, no beginning, no end. A servant of God Most High. interesting reading. In chapter 15, God appears to Abraham and talks to him. As you read through chapter 15, what you find is God talks to Abraham in terms that he can understand. God actually makes a business deal, a covenant with Abram. In that covenant, He requires of Abraham certain things. Walk before me and be perfect. Follow me perfectly. But God offers Abraham certain things. I'll make of you a great nation. I will bless all of the families of the earth through you. Pay close attention to that covenant. It appears time and time again. It appears not only to Abraham, but to his son, Isaac, and to Isaac's son, Jacob, and on throughout Israel. God's covenant to Abraham is referred to again and again until we get to the New Testament. And in the New Testament, we're told, Jesus is the fulfillment of that covenant. Keep reading in chapter 16, the birth of Ishmael, And again, the purpose for that chapter is to show us that Abram is an imperfect vessel. He and Sarah decide, you know, uh, it's nice that God's promising to uh, make a great nation of us, but uh, he needs a little help. And so Sarai gives Abraham Hagar, her servant, so he can have a son by Hagar through whom his descendancy will proceed. The purpose of chapter 16 is to show us that God is God. He doesn't need man to help him out. And it's to show us that man is man. Man is an imperfect vessel. Abram is imperfect. As you finish reading these chapters, Think about your own life. What are your own imperfections? Where does God need to talk to you today? Spend time listening to Him. Like, follow, and subscribe on whatever platform you use to listen to this devotional. Tomorrow, we'll start our study of Proverbs asking, what is wisdom?